0: He thinks you want him to wear it as a hat. That's not what I said! I'm good. He's relieved you don't want him to. I'm good. He hates hats. I'm good. On anyone, not just himself. I'm good. One minute you think someone has a weird-shaped head, the next minute it's just because you realize part of that head is a hat. That's why you don't like hats? This is an important conversation right now. Hello and welcome back to A Stark Contrast, where we discuss the differences and similarities from Marvel Comics to their MCU counterparts. And we are your hosts, Jeffrey.
1: And I.
0: Hello, hello, everybody. Hello, Hello, Jeff. Welcome back. Yes, hello. What's up?
1: Happy weekend.
0: Happy weekend. (laughs) I know. Doing a, doing a, we haven't done a weekend record in a while.
1: Yeah, actually. (laughs) Which I didn't even really think about until this very moment. You're very right. We
0: used to record on Sundays pretty often.
1: Pretty often when we first, there were like a lot of Friday nights, a lot of Sundays, and then we've kind of moved to a Tuesday-ish. Yeah, that's like it's been like our best
0: in betweener (laughs) while while still having our weekends. Yeah, exactly. But then still at the beginning of the week enough,
1: right? To give us some time in
0: time for our Saturday release for sure. But yeah,
1: wild. So concert season's over. <laughs> I know it's kind of I mean, like oh, up and down up and down. It's uh. technically
0: over because there's no in my in my like account. There's mm, nothing coming there's up. There's
1: nothing out right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like well, my bank account yeah. is like thank you. <laughs> it's weeping. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> Let me breathe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like if it's not if it's not convention season for me, then it's con- concert season. And like And that's right around the corner. So my, I I actually don't have any shows.
0: No more cons for right now.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. No, I'm Uh, leaving for a show this week. Oh, that's right. (laughs) So by the time this episode drops, I will be near leaving Salt Lake City.
0: That's right. Fan
1: X, home of the pop culture goodness I've never been. Miss Tula Lote and I will be there. Woo! Land she's the best many things she is the best um and then uh, two weeks after that i will be in new york comic-con
2: oh but yes. mo-
1: that is mostly a pleasure trip that is mostly to see some friends
2: respect but
1: i will also be at the show as well finally helping our lovely oh. people <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah i mean related news especially to the podcast i'll be meeting sebastian stan
0: yeah yes at that
1: show so that's gonna be fun
0: get him on the pod i know i'll be like <laughs> Hi,
1: here's my card that'd
0: be hilarious if you want to
1: come to the museum and here's my other card like <laughs> 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 to be on our show <laughs> yes okay but uh i guess we can roll right into it um a corrections corner on myself uh so we just recorded our character study on the Magnificent Daredevil. At the very, very end, this, the tail end, like the nth hour of our recording, I had a tongue twister and I mentioned David Miller. David Miller is not real. <laughs> <laughs> he is very much two people that I amalgamated into one. So um, the correct uh, uh, recognition would have been Frank Miller and David Mazzalucci. Matsucelli sorry oh see I did it there again you- <laughs> caught myself ahead of the next episode in the corrections yeah. corner <laughs> in corrections corner. so thank you again for listening to that if you did excuse the flub I've made a note also in our show notes for that episode just to to keep the the uh, the very dedicated listeners at bay um, and so I know we're just barely tipping over the halfway point but do we want to talk about she Hulk at all
0: I mean, we can um, bring it up, you know, just a
1: little bit. I mean, I still am very much in love with Tatiana Maslani. Yes. <laughs> I think she, she is, is the absolute, absolute fantastic. best. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Titania is amazing too. She's hilarious. Uh, Yeah. And then Nikki is also the best. Nikki and Pug.
1: Oh my gosh. You said it. You can say it on here too. They're basically us.
0: They're, yeah. <laughs> like, getting all those Avengers, like, collecting Avengers. Avengers gear. Avengers. Or gear,
1: Avengers. <laughs>
0: Avengers. And I, was, I, all I, that I texted gear. that. I was like, this is literally
1: us. <laughs> yes, it's the same picture. Um, yeah, featuring merchandise created by 100% Soft. Um, stay tuned for more from him. If you're not following him yet, follow him at 100soft on all the things. Um, yeah, no, I... I mean, we're finally getting the episode that everyone has been dying for. And so by the time, of course, this show has dropped, we will have seen it. So I hope it's everything and more.
0: I know. Yeah. Just the timing of our last episode. (laughs) And then That's the next the next She Hulk episode is yeah. just a tease of Maddie Boy.
1: Maddie Boy, Maddie Murdoch.
0: So I'm like Yeah um, It's right there. So yeah.
1: I can't wait. And I'm sure that we're gonna both be very excited and elated on social. Um, and then aside She Hulk you know let's talk a couple of the d23 takeaways mm-hmm. yes um i did not get into the panel for a number of reasons i went off on social media and just because it was yeah. definitely pain but i did get my one goal which was the avengers con
0: oh, oh that's uh, really laminate. cool yeah Hell it was really yeah. cool
1: and it's it's on a lanyard that says new-, new jersey avenger con wow uh as seen in ms marvel um and it was free. That's if really you cool. Took a picture with the the giant Hulk prop, which was apparently from the show.
2: Oh. So they were very
1: much like, "Please do not touch the fist. The fist is from the set." <laughs> and then what did people do? They were touching it, <laughs> like, <laughs> of they course, just bumping if it. If you they tell people leaning something, up against it. something
0: yeah. they can't do, yeah. they're like, "Well, I gotta it was do over. it." Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, so had a great time with. With the stuff actually on the floor, nice. But uh, they did show, you know, in the panel they showed Black Panther footage. They showed they revealed Loki, yes, as well as um, Captain America: New World Order,
2: yes, Echo,
1: Daredevil, Speak of the Devil. Um, the Marvels were all there. Um, did you hear what Feige said about about Iman?
0: <laughs> Shh she's the biggest like yeah. fan yeah. and it's like sometimes it's like exhausting yeah <laughs> it's and then like, he was
1: like i almost regret it because <laughs> like, she's so still so very Such excited about fan. all yeah. the things um it's really adorable and then of course uh, armor wars they had don cheadle there uh they revealed finally the secret invasion trailer that looks as dark well, as well as uh, werewolf by night That one
0: looks super cool. I
1: thought that is probably the coolest thing they've done in a long time because it is a true departure tonally from anything they've ever done. Yeah, Um, And of course, if if that name sounds familiar, we mentioned him in The Moon Knight episode yes. because Moon Knight debuted in that title, uh, Werewolf by Night, um, in which many of the other classic characters make their MCU de- debut, including Man-Thing, which was <sighs> like the big monster thing yeah. that you see, um, and a few other, you know, Easter eggs are in there, so that's really exciting. <laughs> and then almost instantly, I don't know about you, but what from what little... Um, social I, I I was looking through people were like more of this Marvel do more horror and I was like eh, that's pretty cool actually yeah. I like that reception and then of course my favorite reveal <laughs> from D23 the Thunderbolts lineup I
0: know oh my god like, wow alright
1: yeah we're going so it is comprised of Ghost Taskmaster Red Guardian um, Contessa uh the bu- 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 jubba- jubba, red guardian so yelena no. belova okay oh i did you did Bleah. oh uh, <laughs> uh um u.s agent
0: u.s agent yes and then yelena yelena and,
1: and then bucky barnes yes um which I, it didn't really occur to me until like the other day which is kind of weird that he's leader of the thunderbolts is he apparently or unless that's Vanity Fair just messing things up again. And oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. highly <laughs> possible. Um, but yeah, so they're they're noting that the Winter Soldier is actually the leader of that group. Um, even though, you know, like, Elena's in front. She's in front for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, so that's gonna be interesting to see unfurl, Um, all, um you, might,
0: you might get your wish. You might get my winter widow.
1: <laughs> um, that'll be really interesting. I can't wait. It doesn't come out for another two years. Yeah,
0: so. I can't wait to see how it, like, develops out and how they all got yeah. them together. Yeah, got there, yeah. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's Super be exciting. Yeah, um, any, any thoughts on the two trailers?
0: Secret Invasion looks insane.
1: Amelia yeah. Clark. So that's the same footage that they showed at San Diego Comic Con. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So that was the exact same. Exact same trailer. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. They probably like the quality is much better, probably, but but yeah, tonally and and uh, content-wise, it's the same thing. So very. Yeah, exciting. it looks
0: dark, and it looks like Fury is in for a a, a doozy. Ride.
1: And it's been a while since we've actually spent time with Nick Fury. Yeah,
0: and now that we're getting a full-on season show with oh yeah it's I keep a show
1: it's a show oh my gosh i keep forgetting i hope I it's keep eight episodes of Wars. i hope
0: it's eight episodes just give us eight I episodes know. i know. I mean, it. It.
1: it's a big thing I th- it I feel is like
0: makes me question like everything now you're like yeah. i don't know who's a scroll anymore <laughs> like,
1: i know because i saw you know like spoiler alert i did see some conversation that that people already think what if roadie has been a scroll this entire time and I was like, "Whoa! That would actually like... What if? Um, here we go. What if he died during Civil War or whatever Jeez. when Vision shot yeah. him out of the sky, and then that's the exact moment that a scroll stepped in, and then it's just been the scroll this entire time?
0: Maybe I feel like that That'd would like affect wild. the end of Endgame though. Then a little bit more. That is very true. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, it. But who knows? At this point, it's maria hill win a whole movie (laughs) i know (laughs) know, i remember i remember when
0: um what what was that far from home yeah Yeah. yep like everybody was just like that 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 ending that ending (laughs) reveal of like they were both scrolls and you're like wait what yeah (laughs) and now you're like crap
1: (laughs) yeah yep yeah um yeah so that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting um and then in other related news, that was revealed at D23, the final day. King Thanos is coming to DCA with that new ride that we've been chitter chatting about for a while now. Finally revealed that that big old HQ hub with the the jet on top is actually, in fact, a ride. Thank God. <laughs> and it's going to it's going to be a multiversal ride. And then if you haven't seen it yet, the concept art is really cool because it features not only. Um, what did it? What is the cartoon called? Is it Friendly Neighborhoods? Sp- but no, Sp- Sp- Spiderman saw. Song- Freshman year, yes, yes. yes <laughs> sophomore yes, yes, yes. year is revealed as well, but the the Spider Man from freshman years in there, Daredevils in there, in his red suit, which I'm sure is just conceptual art, but um, but Daredevil is there, She Hulk is there, like
0: everybody, that everybody we've seen, is yeah. there,
1: and so I'm kind of like, oh snap!
0: I wonder if it's gonna be anything like the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance or something in that nature
1: Ooh, with the trackless magnet, yeah, technology, am just
0: like just how that because I tell people all the time, I'm like.
1: It's the if best you go ride. to Disneyland,
0: mm-hmm. you need to go on. They're like, oh, because because it's it's one of those only rides so that requires like the reservation or yeah. whatever. And like, yeah. and I'm like, they're like, oh, like Spidey or the or this. And I'm like, you oh, better, I swear to God, <laughs> you need to go on the Rise of the Resistance ride because it is the best ride like I've ever been on. Yeah, period. It's a pure like 25 30 minute experience of yeah. a ride
1: from start to finish. Yes, like queue yeah. to queue, queue yeah. to to the So that's end why, why just, I'm like,
0: if it's incredible, I feel like. That the that the Avengers Campus ride, I would hope they would like. Okay, well, this ride, mm-hmm. the Star Wars ride, is yeah. like crazy. Phenomenal. So, you would hope yeah. they would bring something like that to Avengers Campus, and maybe. I don't know, but it seems like it. It looks big enough, like the campus, the at HQ, is it big looks, enough to do something like that. That's what I'm assuming. I
1: agree, and that's only what we can see. Exactly. Like, who knows what's underground, exactly. what's behind it? Exactly. It's gonna be wild. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that comes. I don't. I don't know that they announced a year.
0: No, they didn't. Just the ride is coming.
1: I'm gonna guess it's next summer. They're aiming for next summer, but if they're if it's not on track, they'll be like fall 2023. Yes, that's my guess. So we'll I say.
0: will. I agree for sure.
1: All right. Um. Oh, and and before I forget, yeah. Um. Josh DeArmo, uh, the chairperson of Walt Disney Parks, also revealed that Hulk is coming to the park in his quantum suit, um, which is an interesting thought because, as we discussed in our Hulk episode, yes, there is a clause, a rule in yeah. which. <laughs> Universal has entitlement to this character in theme parks so <laughs> did did Disney get around it by putting him in the quantum suit or did Universal go you know what that's fine just just take it just just take it
0: you' got to it. at some point yeah like what are you like, gonna like what like what are you gonna do with him you know yeah you can <laughs>
1: realistically like aside the whole co- coaster like
0: like it won't fit you yeah, know it's, like-
1: it's just weird right um so yeah so we'll see and I you know have a theory that if if it hasn't been revealed by the time this episode has dropped, that Daredevil will soon be walking the park at California Adventure. Um, even if it's just for a limited time. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, did you see Mandalorian and Grogu? Oh my god.
0: That's <laughs> so, 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 be- so good. So many people are high for that.
1: It's I'm very excited. I can't wait. Uh, you know, it's it's expensive to go, but man, is it is it that that little boost of sunshine. <laughs> I know. Um, all right, so I guess we can, we can roll into our wonderful character for today. Um, reminder, we're not experts. We don't claim to be. We're just a couple of nerds nerding out. Mm-hmm. And with that, we will now discuss one of my favorite characters in the MCU, Groot.
0: Groot! Groot. I'm Groot.
1: Groot. I know. I don't, I don't think I have a Groot. I have more of a rocket. <laughs> like, I, I do a more of a rocket rocket voice like when I talk to my rocket I yeah. use my rocket voice okay <laughs> but I don't have a Groot voice
0: I am Groot
1: I used to do the baby one really I'm Groot you're <laughs> <laughs> so indignant I'm Groot that's like
0: my favorite one where it was like
1: Groot. it was like yeah. that.
0: it was a post credit scene
1: I'm Groot whoa
0: buddy whoa <laughs> language
1: that's <laughs> one of my favorite scenes of Star-Lord in general <laughs> just cuz it's so it's so realistic. I yeah. mean we're definitely jumping ahead here but I do love that just because uh, like he's clearly <laughs> mocking him. Uh, angry. Angry. Whoa, 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 hold on <laughs> and then, wow. of course you know, like later. Yeah, exactly. And then later on in um in Infinity War. Yeah. Like, uh, can you imagine, can you can you believe the the acorns on this kid? <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: God. So
1: we will get into um, all the goodness soon enough. But, first and foremost, created by Stanley, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby. Tell me how many times you've heard those three names together. <laughs> it's like, any, any iconic character at this point, any, have been created by these three You've names.
0: said their name at least, this thir- episode 38, you've yeah. said their names maybe at least 30 times right
1: and that's like <laughs> just minus the mini marvel yeah yeah yeah, Essentially. Probably, it's, yeah it's kind of wild yeah there are very few characters that these men have have cre- ha, you know had a hand in creating but yeah if it's not stan lee it's jack kirby and if it's not the two of them then it's it's a rarity of another person but they are very much uh, to thank for the creation of groot whose first appearance was in tales to astonish number 13 19 Wow. He pre-gamed before X-Men, before Spider-Man, before most of the characters that we're familiar with.
0: That's crazy.
1: It's very interesting, and I think people don't really realize that because, um, you know, I, I'll get to it in a bit, but there is an era of cards, for mm-hmm. instance, where characters were not present. We had this yes. with Shang-Chi and a lot of other characters like that, and and Groot kind of falls into this weird time frame where he was just not present (laughs) Uh, and so that happened a lot especially with a character from 1960 so in his very first appearance Tales to Astonish was kind of like a uh, also it's it's very much like a Tales of Suspense Uh which a lot of the Doctor Strange stuff and all of the older like Loki and all those characters kind of emerged from and so it's a it's a digest of different stories and so, in Tales to Astonish thirteen, there's three stories in particular. I'm pretty sure I can't remember what the last one is, but the second one is about Sasquatch. Oh. <laughs> Sasquatch or Bigfoot, it's one of those. Are they different? They're. Uh, oh. that's a great question. <laughs> I mean, depending on who you ask, they're one and the same. I guess uh, whatever
0: conspiracy theorists you want (laughs) to ask. We
1: (laughs) we just tapped into a new genre of people. um, To all our cryptoids out there, and so I wanted to show you, (laughs) as we always do, the cover of this issue, featuring Groot, a very different Groot than you might be used to,
0: like a, like a muck man. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's like a like a
0: mud man, a giant yeah. sludge. Yes, there wood it
1: is. Thing, um, but what is? Tell me what is w- the first thing that you notice on this cover aside the the aesthetic difference?
0: That uh, oh, that he like Groot is the one that's like monochromatic. That's As- what,
1: aside that. Uh what are some uh, other?
0: <laughs> the tales to challenge the monster from.
1: Is there anything in the dialogue that strikes you?
0: I am oh. (laughs) Yeah. There's other words that besides I am Groot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Behold, I am Groot the Invincible. Who dares to defy me? Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah,
0: no. (laughs) So
1: he can so we'll get into this shortly. Vin
0: Diesel would like to have a word.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Vin Diesel's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Am I getting I'm getting clipped here? Yeah. No, so so um first thing off the bat is that. Yeah, aside the fact that you're very right, he's, you know, not colored whatsoever, but he does say more than the three words that we've come to know. But before we get into all of that, let's do some examination of how much this issue is actually worth. Gosh. So, on short boxed, a CGC 3.0. Do you want to give it a go?
0: Oh, God.
1: 3.0. So that's barely... Oh, it's like, nothing. Yeah. It's like Fine. I mean, like, a couple hundo? No. $3,500. Jesus. At a 3.0. So that kind of sets what the, the tone. the f- <laughs> 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 Because, you know, there's so many factors, right? There's factors that, one, it's from 1960. Rarity, sure. Two, it's got multiple characters in it. It might be the first appearance of Marvel's of else, Sasquatch yes. and or Bigfoot. Um... And then of course, you know, who's tied to it, Stanley, Larry Lieber, and, and Jack Kirby, but also the fact that in pop culture, this character is very notable now, very popular, definitely a household name. Yes. Um, so hey, that has a lot to do with it, but on eBay, um, you can find a CGC 8.0. So if a 3.0 <laughs> is 3.5, 3. 3. yeah, how much do you think an 8.0 is?
0: At least 10K.
1: Yep, keep going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh! 17.5. Uh, oh, Jeff.
0: Guys, who nice. has these issues?
1: I would like to have a Come them. forward,
0: <laughs> you hoarders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like one of those things where it's like, I wish I did do more, like, antiquing. To just stumble upon that one random comic There shop is or, a grandpa somewhere, yeah, somewhere in the
0: Midwest yep. who has an attic full of comics that yep. they maybe have bought for either
1: face value or they,
0: or they got from their grandpa because yep. or cause they took him to a comic store and I was like, oh, let's get that. It's only 15 cents. Yeah. In the yep. 1960s. Yep. And they're like, oh, this is so cool. And they stored it. Yep. For the next 40 Fifty years. Exactly. And And it's just sitting there. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Come forward. (laughs) I will fight you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let me have let me let me be written into your will. Fifty K. Yeah. Uh yeah. That's it. Fifty K. So an eight an eight point zero. Very well done, Jeff. Fifty thousand dollars. And so um I could
0: pay off my debt right now. (laughs)
1: Right. And then some Um The interesting thing about this listing, and I think it's only happened in one other character study that we've done, is that this seller is boasting that the 8.0 is the eighth highest graded copy in existence. So CGC and whatnot keeps a record, obviously. Each each issue that is bricked and, and slabbed has, is designated a number. Yeah. And so the particular barcode for that 8.0 on eBay is apparently the eighth highest Groot ever graded. So there's only seven other copies ahead of that.
0: More expensive. More
1: expensive, better condition. Um, oh, so that's kind of wild. I'm sure one of them is signed um probably. Oh
0: you get if you get you, get, you add a signature on you it. You add a
1: signature probably Ooh. added yeah it probably added a five grand or more. Um and then the lowest on short box, nobody has it on short box aside that that one copy at 3.0 um, so don't get don't try looking over there unless you're prepared to pay three point five. But on eBay there's a CGC one point eight for one of your favorite numbers, two thousand four hundred and thirteen dollars. <laughs> 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 it's a very strange number. I don't know why. But that's how much you can get that issue for in barely readable condition. Insane. <laughs> Insane. So I mean, this as always like is Is the MCU your first exposure to this character?
0: 100%. Yes. Yeah. That that first Guardians of the Galaxy was, in general, just like, oh. Mind-blowing, right?
1: Yeah. And you know what? Shockingly, I'm going to say, (sighs) I knew of Groot, but I didn't know him nearly as well. Like, I knew there was some tree thing. Yes. But the movie is definitely responsible for any semblance of knowledge that I have of this character. Yes. 100%.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, because Rocket Raccoon, I always knew Rocket Raccoon and I knew Peter Quill and Gamora I was familiar with, but everybody else aside Thanos? Yeah. Nope, no idea. No idea until like 20, I want to say 2012 at least, because that's when one of the earlier, I think 2012, 13, is one of uh, the more modern Guardians of the Galaxy books started coming out. Because mm. of course they were pre gaming for the film. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I said this in a Star Lord episode. Uh, you know, my oldest friend and I were even like, they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy film, you know, and it's kind of like the same with Ant-Man. Like, they're making an Ant-Man film, I mean, and then-
0: People start thinking about the Iron Man film. Yeah, Why exactly. I, yeah.
1: And now it's like one of the Suck biggest- Suck it, losers! <laughs> and now it's like one of the biggest franchises that Marvel has, um, all thanks to characters like this tiny, tiny tree, or big tree, depending on which one you're, you're looking to. Um, so yeah, the the trading cards that I actually have of him, I do not have any of the comic book character. Oh. Um, because yeah again he he kind of came in during an era he was not included in the era so you know I should say got it in the 90s and 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 so on and so forth he was just kind of recessed into the background not reused until the the 2000s um so yeah I just have one from the animated series that debuted I think in 2015 shortly after the first film um a couple from the the upper deck Comic Con exclusive movie like ten years of Marvel Studios set, one from this Japanese or no sorry this um I think it's it might be Chinese or Taiwanese, um game like card game set yeah of adolescent Groot and then I also included a, a card of the original guard uh, well an iteration of the Guardians of the Galaxy that has none of the characters that we're familiar with yeah um just to show you for contrast but whoa yeah. So I don't have any trade, card, trade cards of him. Um, you know, at least that aren't digital. But, you know, they'll tell you everything that you need to know. He is a tree. He says three words. And his best friend is Rocket Raccoon.
0: Can confirm.
1: <laughs> can yes. confirm. Um, and so, yeah. So, so with that, let's just get right into the nitty-gritty details. So Groot, rebel, fugitive, extraterrestrial tree monster. Um, he is of a species uh, called Groot. So it's not oh, just his yeah, in. Yeah. Like first and foremost, if you're listening and you want to play a game, you should count how many times we're about to say Groot in this episode because there's going be, to be a counter. a shot every time Groot. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, you're make messed up. A, make <laughs> it a drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, will, we will see you at the end and hopefully you're still standing. <laughs> um, so species Groot uh, of the Flora Colossae, so that's the scientific term. Ah. Um, that is plural, so he himself is a Flora Colossus, as we've seen him regarded. Nice. Yes. So it basically means big, big tree, flower, big flower, big, yeah. <laughs> big, big plant.
0: You big pl- yeah, it's yeah. a big
1: plant. It's so you know, flora and fauna. Um, whose home world is planet X, capital of the branch worlds. Wow. Yes. So there are multiverses and there are also multi planets. And so, you know, like we've talked about this many a time. There's And they've even, you know, like uh, explored these in the Guardians of the Galaxy universe. Yeah. Like they go to different planets. There are different species that take um, refuge on these planets. And Ego himself was a planet. Um, And yeah, and so Groot himself comes from Planet X. um, And Branch Worlds, you know, that's the capital of Branch Worlds. Uh, I'm sure you can figure out what that means. (laughs) Branch Worlds. (laughs) Trees.
2: (laughs) I hope, yeah. Yeah,
1: and so the talunian the, the talunian are kind of like i guess what you would designate as as their race i guess ethnicity Ethnici- sure. yeah, yeah i guess so ethnicity of of the the flora colossi and so the talun <laughs> talunian uh, name identification <laughs> if you're not looking at the doc is Groot lxxb11 or ii so in roman numerals yeah he is Groot 77 Oh. So um, I know like early on that was kind of like, is that his age? Is that a designation? And it's kind of like, well... Are you an experiment?
0: Yeah, exactly, <laughs>
1: right? It's it's kind of like when you're looking at a planet full of Groots, I guess, you know, you kind of have to be like, well, there's more to it than Groot Jr. Yeah. and Ms. Groot and baby Groot. And he's just Groot 77 on, on that planet. Um, And so the the initial issue that is... Tales to Astonish number thirteen is actually told from a, a character's perspective. So many of the comics, you know, they have this narrative nature where it's it's almost guiding you, and there's like a third person, like a you know, like a Rod Serling from yeah. Twilight Zone, like just telling you the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in Tales Tales um, Tales to Astonish, it's it's kind of from this guy's perspective, and he's just he's kind of like a, he's a scientist whose name is Leslie Evans, which, by the way, Leslie is such a 1950s name.
0: Leslie? Yeah,
1: Leslie. Yeah. It used to be, it used to be kind of like almost non-binary, if you will. Uh. But, um, so Leslie Evans, and and he's basically chronicling his, the story of encountering this alien. Um, and it's it's very interesting because, you know, in these comics we've often talked about how the women are very much treated very unfairly and it's just very dated and yes. how they're almost like objectified in a way. Uh-huh. This is one of those rarities where the woman in this story, I think it's his girlfriend or his wife, she's an absolute awful person. <laughs> she's constantly berating him in the entire issue and she mm. compares him to other men and it's like, oh, you're... So, I mean, like I have to pull it out because it's so it's so absolutely... I can't even believe it. And so these opening panels, he's like, it was late at night. Alice and I were returning home from a party and she was on her usual subject. (laughs) Honestly, that George Carter guy is a wonderful guy. He's so manly, so rugged. If only you were more like that, Leslie. (laughs) And so she spends the entire uh, issue Like just talking down at him like, oh, (laughs) like she's like with him, but she's like, oh, if only you were like him, you'd be so much more interesting. And I'm like, geez, Louisa. And it's such a weird, like not to drift off into, into you know, Leslie Evans's side, but it's such a weird thing to explore when the issue is about. Groot yeah <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what does this add to the story other than she's just an awful person so somebody was projecting um <laughs> and then you know as it happens they're they're coming back from this party they're driving home it's very familiar like it's very similar to a Twilight episode Twilight is an episode actually um and then something just comes out of the sky and it's a you know it's like a big boom, a big you know flash of light. And um, they're both so terrified by it that they're drawn away from it. And then the next day, because he is a man of science, you know, Leslie decides to go out and explore. Like, okay, I have to know what that was. You know, why isn't anybody talking about this thing? Mm-hmm. And so um, he very plainly puts it in in one sentence: It was a creature of wood who feeds on wood <laughs> that he found. And so it came to Earth to retrieve an entire town's worth of people for er- experimentation for his home planet. So Groot ends up being this colossal monster. Oh my gosh. It's He's almost like demonic looking, right? He's yeah. got these horns and he, he almost looks like Suttar.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. yeah. yeah.
1: And, and essentially, he, he summons all the wood in any <laughs> wood property to come to him, and then he absorbs it.
0: It's like Magneto with wood. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, actually, it's very strange, right? Like, he can summon it, but then it becomes part of him, so then he grows bigger. And I'm sure there are many many characters that do this and I can't name them off the top of my head cause they just all jumble up, but Sandman. Yeah. Sandman's a great one actually. Yeah. Like, so he can summon any of that stuff. It becomes part of him and then he grows bigger. And so <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. The entire, the entire issue is just him being this raging monster that wants to take over this small town. And so it's not even the world thing. He's like, no, I'm, I'm going to take your town. And, it, you don't realize how literal it is until you keep reading because yeah. he quite literally and very much like the first movie where he's making his sacrifice. So he's enclosing the guardians in his own little dome. Yes. He does that to the town and he's Whoa. like, I'm going to take the town.
0: Literally. <laughs> and
1: then he branches out to push the town out of the orbit to, to abduct them.
0: Oh my and God. So it's...
1: <laughs> very interesting because again the dialogue is that he can talk he has <laughs> he
0: has dialogue that's dialogue. the weird thing
1: it's so bizarre he doesn't say i am groot every four seconds he just talks and talks and talks and it's like whoa you know yeah. it's very it's a huge departure from from the one that we've come to know yeah, that's crazy do you want to take a guess at how they take him down
0: <laughs> how the oh how the town <laughs> how, takes how, him how down how the
1: town takes him down yeah
0: They start a fire.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's a pretty good estimation, right? Like, so Leslie Evans goes back to the lab. Uh He creates something. Yeah, he's like, I've got it. He goes out to the battlefront or the field, wherever, and everybody, all the townspeople are like, they have their pitchforks and and you know torches. Yeah, trying to take him down. Leslie unleashes his secret creation, Mm -hmm. and then Groot dies. And they're like, "How did you do it, Leslie?" And he's like, "I created deadly termites."
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Deadly termites took down Groot. I was gonna
0: be like a wood chipper, <laughs>
1: <laughs> a woodpecker. <laughs> yeah, no, he was taking down my termites.
0: That makes the most logical sense. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: very. I was like, okay, for 1960, I mean, it seemed like a you know a scary, horror, horrific story that came to a happy ending at least. Um, you know, and so that that was kind of how the the original Groot met his fate, and so we'll talk a little bit more about. What happens to him from that point? But let's jump ahead a bit. In the modern age, he's essentially the champion for climate.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: he's he's much different. Um, you know, in his new form, they did have a, a, a brief moment in his history where they kind of bounced back and forth. They were like retconning, but softly ignoring things that they may have written for him, like this issue. Yeah, like oh, that, that that's not that's not the same group. That was a different group.
2: Mm. And then
1: someone else comes in and is like, no, 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 that's the same group. He's just different. <laughs> you know, like and so they kept they kept overriding each other. But ultimately they've arrived at that's how he used to be. Mm. And now he is very much a champion for climate. He wants to help other flora and fauna thrive. So yeah, he was he was a climate change champion. He wanted to protect the earth or Love that. the earth. The planet, yeah. stand. And and, and and so this was actually going against the grain with the other Groots. The Groots didn't care about that. They wanted oh. to abduct people like the original <laughs> one. <laughs> they wanted to abduct other species and experiment and conquer. And that. And the Groot that we know was like, I am Groot, but in, <laughs> you know, meaning like, I don't wanna do that. Yeah. I wanna help people and I wanna help things yeah. and I wanna help things flourish. So he was essentially exiled. Uh. They were like, you don't belong here. You need to go away.
2: Uh. And so he's
1: sent away from his home planet, his home world. And um, you know, m- many times he had attempted to return home, but <laughs> you know, we'll we'll talk about this in a bit. But like when he when he's exiled, he goes off, and that's when he meets Rocket Raccoon a bit. Uh, and so when he started traversing planets and the the universe. You know, people would be like, oh, where are you from? And he'd be like, oh, I'm from Planet X. I, I'm the king of Planet X. am yeah. uh, royalty. Uh, yeah, I'm searching for different things from my home world. Sure, you know? yeah. And then by the time that he got back, trying to become one with his people again, they were like, so we heard that you were impersonating the king. <laughs> And then they put him in prison. Oh <laughs> so he can't win. He can't win at all. So if he's not like being like kind of bad, he's also lying. Yeah. So so he was shunned once again. Um but you know, perhaps the most notable stark contrast between Groot and his cinematic counterpart is that when first introduced, like we just saw, he could speak full sentences. Yeah. And he has also sort of in modern age books. So <laughs> there's this really great issue of the 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 latest Guardians of the Galaxy run, I think that just ended last year, and it, it's so it's so mind-boggling, because from the first page, everybody is saying, I am Groot, all the dialogue. It's just, I am Groot. <laughs> just, I am Groot. And so you see Gamora, you see Rocket, they're having a confrontation. Full on conf- oh. They're like, I am Groot, I am Groot, <laughs> I am Groot, I am Groot, I am Groot, 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 I am Groot. <laughs> and You're just like, what is happening? And then you keep going, and then Groot is is actually speaking and conversing in full sentences. Oh. And so he's like, I didn't understand what Gamora and Rocket were fighting about. And you're <laughs> just like, what is happening? <laughs> but that's how it is. That's it's hilarious. kind of like the dog thing, right? When dogs can only hear certain words, yeah. but you're saying blah, blah blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. And so there have been instances where they've played around with the language in the comics to to actually really give him a voice uh-huh. um, where he he doesn't normally have it, so to speak. Um, But that origin of his ability to speak has since been retconned, and so they've only played with it. He is otherwise just, "I I am Groot. I am Groot, I am Groot. Yeah, I'm Groot. So the question is, what if
0: we just record the whole podcast like two hours of I'm Groot? Just I'm Groot.
1: I'm Groot. I'm Groot.
0: I'm Groot.
1: I'm Groot. I
0: am. I am Groot.
1: So so yeah, the question is why is why is it I'm Groot? And so it's explained that as children, the Groot as a species, yes, can that they have vocalization allowance, so their their um, larynx isn't as matured uh-huh. as older Groot's, and so when they're little, they seem more prone to be able to speak, but as they grow older, it's a genetic defect that tightens the larynx, and it tightens the voice box so much that all they can say, I am Groot. That's all they can do.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. So that's like yeah. that's kind of the and I wonder, like I, I I don't you know I've I've read things from Here to Kingdom Come about the film and so I've I've never stumbled upon an article where James Gunn explained for his side of the story why is it like that. Mm-hmm. But what I think is is and you know I feel like James Gunn is a expert on this character and so what I think is interesting about Groot. Who we're about to discuss in the cinematic realm is that when you hear, you know, his voice actor, Vin Diesel, execute lines, yeah. you do hear this sort of like strain on some words, which is like supposed to emphasize, yes. but it does kind of play into the larynx thing a bit. Yeah. Like, you know, he's like, you can almost feel like he's like attempting yes. to say something more. Yeah. But it only comes out as I am Groot. And I was like, that's pretty cool.
0: The more you know. <laughs> the that's more insane. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there is no real explanation except for the fact that that's what happened. Except for I am, Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. I am um, Groot. So yeah. So speaking of Groot, voiced by Biden. <laughs> 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 voiced by Vin Diesel with motion capture work by Terry Notary, Christian Godlewski, Olinyan Thurman, Sean Gunn, and James Gunn himself. Um, first scene in the MCU via Gardens of the Galaxy, last scene in Thor Love and Thunder. If you still haven't seen it, at least watch it for the Guardians. It's yes. so good. Um, have you watched it since it's uh, it's been on Disney Plus?
0: The movie? Yeah. I uh, have not yet. I haven't
1: either, yeah. I want to do it because I just remembered, yeah, I could watch the Guardians. Uh, <gasps> yeah. Yeah, more Groot. Um, and then he is also in the I Am Groot animated series currently streaming on Disney Plus, voiced by Vin Diesel, believe it or not. <laughs> Created for television by Kirsten Lapore, who is the writer and director of the show. Um, And then, of course, animated by Marvel Studios visual arts development team, who we all know and love. Uh, But, you know, I wanted to point out Anthony Francisco, who we just talked about earlier today. Um, So he not only created Baby Groot and the concept of Baby Groot, um, but he also designed the Doro Milaje of Wakanda.
2: Whoa. Yeah,
1: so if you want to talk like... You know, the visual artists themselves are like a whole other tier of greatness. Honestly, I love them all. Um, I'm sure it shows when I see them at shows. (laughs) But I absolutely love the range that they're able to do because it really is the same team. For each film, yes, they just change who is in the hierarchy, and
0: they're able to just like kind of like you know create new ideas, right? And it's like it's crazy.
1: Yeah, and so so Anthony Francisco in in particular, you know, created Baby Groot and and the Milaje. But (laughs) you know, the reel that I showed Jeff earlier from another, uh, I think it's another show. I don't know what it is. Um, They mentioned that they're like, is Groot Filipino, (laughs) technically, because Anthony Francisco. you know and he says this any any time you even talk to the man he's like oh yeah i based it off my son (laughs) and i remember this very distinctly as well because i was getting my uh i was at the book signing or release for the guardians cinematic art book Uh uh-huh and so they had it at this gallery this awesome gallery um in uh where is that in pomona past pomona okay and um and you know, he was on the, the roster of, of artists that were there and that's where I met Ryan Minerding Mer- and all <gasps> nice. of them. All of them before they got really, really big. You know, y- now it's difficult to track any of them yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony was there and he was doodling baby groot in and most I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't ask. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I I've kinda kicked myself for that one. But he was doodling Groot in in people's books if they asked, and and somebody asked him the question like, "Oh, what was the what was the inspiration for for Baby Groot?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, my son," and his son was four years old at the time, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I was drawing, I was thinking, conceptualizing one day, and I just thought, oh, you know, my son has got these big brown eyes, and he's uh, so little." Yeah. And, the body formation is exactly the same as a tiny child. So so now there's speculation. Like, oh, Groot's Filipino!
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> which
1: I'm <one>, like, yes, <laughs> for our people. Um, so yeah, so so let's take a moment to kind of go down the roster, or at least the ranks of like how we've explored this character in the MCU so far. Like I, I absolutely love Vin Diesel in this role, which, yeah. by the way, he's never stepped on set. Neither has Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, so... I, yeah go for it what do you think i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I, take us back to when you first saw guardians of the galaxy i just
0: i think my first thing is just like okay obviously we'll rock it. obviously you know we, it's, it's bradley cooper and like there's a lot of personality that can come through whatever right but then when you're a character of only three words yeah but then you have to evoke yeah. certain emotions in just those three words and you we've seen like some bts stuff of mm-hmm. like the like the readings of Vin Diesel saying the lines mm-hmm. and everything like uh like one interview I remember James Gunn saying like oh yeah Vin Diesel came in on stilts one time for one of the <laughs> V L sessions because he wanted to feel like the yeah. grandiose of being group yeah and you can see like Vin Diesel like like really dig in like like, he's like arr, arr, you know you're yeah. like whoa um but it's like I can't imagine like getting approached for a role like hey so yeah. I want you to be this comic book character, right? Right. And he says three words. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, what, what, what do you mean? Like, he says three words, but I love your voice. And I feel like your voice specifically yeah. can bring out this character. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I mean, Vin Diesel already is an iconic actor. And he's part of like one of the most like iconic movie franchises mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. But it's like. You're Groot, right yeah. like now. You're like people know you as Groot, and you've never shown your face, and you only say three words,
1: which is crazy, <laughs> right? Like, that's, yeah. that's a wild aspect I think about this character, right? And I say this a lot about both Groot and Rocket, is that what I what what really sets James Gunn apart for me, and he has now since proven that he can do it beyond Guardians with Eagerly from from you know from Peacemaker Peacemaker. Is that he makes you genuinely care and believe that this freaking talking tree and this freaking talking raccoon, like they make you cry. Yeah, like they're like the the very much the heart and soul of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, and in Groot's case, he is only saying three words. He is never on set. It's not him even doing the mocap, and yet he manages the like the the, the, the accumulation of storytelling with all these people. For the single character with three words, is like incredible. Like you
0: fall in love with that character oh like right away. You're like, yeah. wow, I care for this character, <laughs> and like, but yeah,
1: hundred percent. Only
0: says three words. It's yeah. insane.
1: Yeah, it's so great. I love him so much. Um, and I guess this is a good time to talk about it. So once upon a time, a company called Fuji. Sent Vin Diesel to my apartment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You gotta resurface it on... Yeah, on on social. social, I gotta bring this video up. We are about to go surprise a lucky fan who won a special delivery of Marvel toys. What she's not expecting is himself is delivering
1: it. I will post it on social. Maybe we can drop the sound bit in here. But very much you know so if you're not following fuji you should if you especially if you live in a, a remotely large city um, follow them at gofuji on twitter that's where all the magic happens and so I, I was trying to get a free toy for infinity war and so they do this periodically with marvel or disney properties any kind of like movie show that is coming out they send you know they hook up with these businesses and they provide like free gifts for audiences that are into it and so just by tweeting back or mentioning this this company in a in a mention you have a chance at winning something delivered to your home. And so I saw people getting their stuff and they're like, "Oh, I got a Captain America pop." And I was like, oh, "I want one." So I did I threw my name in and I tweeted them and I, you know, did the hashtag and everything and you know, I got confirmation. Cool. Great. Awesome. I'm getting something great. And then I noticed it was taking a lot longer. <laughs> so I was still working for Jared at this time. Yes. And so I was I was at home base and I was like, oh, I'm not getting any text messages and so they wouldn't deliver it to that location. So I was like, okay, well, I only live down the street. I can just go home for lunch and then I'll pick it up and then make sure it's in the apartment and then I'll come back. Yeah. And so I it kept not I I wasn't receiving anything and I thought, okay, well, maybe it's just maybe they're just they they have a huge allotment. It's Infinity War. Yes. Like there's got to be a reason for this. And I finally get a text message. And it's it's unusual because it was an actual human being, and they're like, so we just wanted to verify you're gonna be home to receive your award, your award, and I was like, yes. When is it? Do you know by <laughs> yeah. chance when it, when it's gonna be dropped off? And they're like, oh, uh, it should be within the hour. We'll let you know with updates. And I was like, what? The- this is weird. Like I've gotten cheesecake before. I've gotten a Ninja Turtles
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: gotten the Ninja Turtles pizza. Oh, like hilarious. I've gotten a a poster from Thor Ragnarok signed by Jeff Goldblum. What what is the problem here? And then I was thinking, oh, that's cool. Maybe I got like, and I was joking with a friend. I was like, maybe they're sending me Chris Pratt. Wouldn't that be funny? And he was like, don't get your hopes up. And I was like, wow, okay, no, but I needed that. <laughs> and so stay they humble. finally- yeah, Stay Yeah, I was like, stay humble, <laughs> it's good, it's good. And, the, and up to that point, they had never done anything like that yes. anyway. So yeah. I was just kind of, you know, joshing. And so I finally get the text back, hey, um, our courier set to deliver your your prize in about twenty minutes. Will you be there? And I was like, yes. So I said, this is the why text. I'm home. I know. Send like, it, I'm home. it. <laughs> What are we so, doing? <laughs> so I went back. I went back home and I waited and I waited and I waited and I finally get a text. Hey, can you come downstairs? We have your thing. And I was like, great. And I was like, I'm really scared for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I go downstairs and I'm coming down the hallway to the front lobby and I see what someone that's in the business industry or the the Hollywood, the entertainment industry would would notice right off the bat. And it's somebody with a crossbody bag and a clipboard and I was like, oh, there's a PA. Why is there a PA here? Mm -hmm. And then I step outside and I see one camera and I was like, oh no, oh no, 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 no. (laughs) This isn't happening to me. Uh... And then I was like, oh God, they've sent somebody. They've sent somebody here. And then I was like, hi. (laughs) And the guy's (laughs) like, so are you ready? Here's your prize. And all I see is this, is somebody (laughs) carrying this gigantic baby Groot head. And I'm like, what the hell's happening?
0: Boing. Who's behind the And I head? was like, oh, that's really
1: cool. I Because it was funny, because like, earlier that week, they had done an interview. The Guardians had, had done an interview, and they all had these. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. I wish I had one. And then somebody starts creeping up with one. And I was like, my first instinct was, cool, I'm getting the thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't dawn on me. And then I just hear, I am Groot. <laughs> and I was like, what? Mm. And you see it in the video. I'm like, yeah. no and it was Vin Diesel.
0: Vin Diesel. Vin
1: freaking Diesel. Like of course they made me sign something before he walked out, but I was like, oh my God, they sent Vin Diesel to my house. And then you know, you'll see it in the video. It's about a minute long. We had a nice conversation. He was we we talked for about 15, 20 minutes.
2: Oh wow. Yeah, he was off really, camera. Yeah,
1: off camera. He was really, really nice. I told him about the cats, so he knew about Groove. Oh. And he was like, Oh, yeah, there she has a cat named after me. Like, I was like, Oh, he knows. <laughs> um, and he was really, really nice. We talked about um, we talked about Earth Day for a bit and how he was like really trying to get people, rallying people to to plant trees yeah for earth day and so go plant a tree Vin Diesel wants <laughs> um but yeah he was absolutely lovely and then he brought me this gigantic bag of Infinity War toys that were all Groot they're all Groot wow. so I got all these toys and he it was so funny because he was pulling them out and showing them to me and it was a big old inflatable Groot and there's like a, a you know like these like nine inch figure Groot and then a Adolescent Groot, hot toy, yeah, and all this stuff, and I was like, oh my, goodness, this is insane. Wow. He's like, he's like, my kids don't even have these yet, so here. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so great, and he was so nice, and then he took off, and then, and then I thought about it for a second, and I was talking to the PA, and you know, like, oh, thanks for your cooperation. I was like, oh, thank you, you know, I really appreciate this, and in my head, I was like, oh shucks, I didn't get a picture with him. Well, I hope they'll send me something because there was like two cameras on me. I was like, oh, okay, they'll send me something. Yeah. Not only did. When he got into the van, he stopped and came back out, and he's like, "It just occurred to me we didn't take a picture together." Oh wow! And so he was like, "Here, yeah, no, 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 let's let's go, let's go. Here, where's your camera? Where's your phone?" And then so I have quite a few pictures, but here's one that I printed out um, with Vin. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy! He's such a great guy, like truly, really, really nice. What a guy! So, so Groot is especially special to me for yeah. various reasons, but that has a big, a big. Um, part of it is because of Vin Diesel and how kind he was. I was like, holy smokes. Like, Good guy, Vin. It was just like insane. <laughs> so there's no, like no other character will have as much of like, I won't have a cool thing like that. Yeah. Like that's never going to happen
0: like a, no, That's like a, a, a once in a, that's a once in a like lifetime thing yeah. for
1: like, sure. Completely by surprise. And so, um, you know, the, they did this for two people. They had never done it before. And so I was one of the two. The other guy got Josh Brolin. And he was at work. So Josh Brolin came to his job. Wow. And he gave Josh Brolin a tour of their facility. And everyone's like, what the?
0: Is that Josh Brolin?
1: Yeah. (laughs) And and he gave that guy uh, the gauntlet a hot toy gauntlet sick. so he put it on and yeah <sighs> and i was like i think God, i looked out <laughs> it, I think God, like, <laughs> it was insane like i just feel like that's I'm, crazy yeah, it's, i
0: remember seeing that on twitter or yeah. you posted it and i was just like i was like holy what yeah <laughs>
1: it's so bizarre so bizarre and that's how i met my good friend 100 soft Wow! Because I mentioned him in my video. Oh. And he was like, whoa, you won. And I was like, yeah.
0: That's so. And
1: then we've been friends ever since.
0: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's What cool. a time. Dude, what a time to be a die. <laughs> 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 so, so yeah, I mean, you know, from, from the films, we're going to talk a little bit more about him in comparison here, but we're going to jump into the aesthetics of the character. Um, so in the books, he's a towering tree at 23 feet tall. 23 feet, mind you, which is essentially three times as tall as the regular one is. I mean, the regular one that we know is kind of like seven, eight. Yes. Um, so 23 feet tall. That's humongous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in Jesus. the comics, with the capability to stretch and grow either way. Um, and if you can believe it, he has had various hairstyles. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, you know, they you, you we kind of see this in the films with the three iterations or four iterations of the character that we see. But you know, mm-hmm. with like baby Groot, for instance, he's got the little sprig on his head, which is kind of like a cowlick, And then you have adolescent yes. Groot, which has, he has moss coming off the side, yeah, where he's hilarious. like a little emo boy.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so in the comics, he's had dreads, he's had a mohawk made out of like wood, um, and he's even had a slicked back mullet sort of thing, which is pretty cool. And yeah, so it depends on the artist, depending on who's drawing him. Um, so I do have a pop quiz for you, which is kind of funny. Oh no! <laughs> um, so I feel like this is the the ongoing uh, pop quiz that never stops giving. <laughs> Could Cap, Spidey, and or Ms. Marvel lift mm. or stop Groot? <laughs> uh, stop the force of Groot.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: So. If he's 23 feet tall. He's 20, uh, 20, 23 feet tall. Yeah. So he weighs roughly 4.1 tons.
0: Oh, okay. He
1: weighs 4.1 tons. Who knows the force? But he has the force of 8,200 pounds. Could <laughs> Cap, Spidey, and or Ms. Marvel take that on?
0: I don't think Cap can. Okay. I remember that. Okay. This- Spidey, I think. I think no on cap and Spidey, yes on Miss Marvel. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I know because I remember the cap question, it was like a ton. It's yeah. not, yeah, that's no, yeah, he's he, dying. He can lift a car, he's basically. dying, yeah. <laughs> he's, dying. <laughs> he's dead. Um, death by tree, dead by tree. Spidey,
1: how much what can Spidey take?
0: Well, I'm also going off. I MC. mean, we're
1: cap- talking MCU in this one,
0: oh, okay, yeah, Captain America. Almost dropped a the thing in the tarmac in the air, air, air airport yeah. on top of Spidey. He caught that. Yeah, I'm assuming that's that's
1: pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah.
0: Spidey can, Miss Marvel can, Cap cannot. Yes, that is my Spidey
1: answer. Spidey and Miss Marvel can. Spidey, yeah. Okay, that is correct. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you did it. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So if Groot, if Groot is at 4.1 tons. Um, Cap can only he can carry up to a ton let's not say only because that's a lot Um, whereas Spidey can lift up to 10 and then Kamala can carry or handle about 75 yes so Kamala can I know Kamala can do can lift a lot yeah at her embiggened form she can she can do some damage or at least stop a 8,000 pound Groot (laughs) so that's how they would measure up in the MCU and then, of course, you know, uh, as far as the MCU aesthetic goes, um, the, mo- the motion capture is done by Terry Notary, Christian Gottloski, and Sean Gunn um, at- in his adult form. And so we first see this character in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's essentially a big naked tree. Yeah, which is kind of funny if you think about. It, you're like, oh yeah, he's kind of naked. And he says, <laughs> yeah, "I'm incredibly like, very naked." Whoa. I mean, you ever go out to
0: the woods and you see a tree that's, that has They're friggin' all, yeah. like yeah. jeans on? No, yeah, I don't think yeah. so.
1: Yeah, Wearing true. Wrangler jeans, exactly. No. Um, and yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because you know, even apart from this origin version of him, yeah, he's gone through. Again, it it depends on who's drawing the character, and so until the preparation for the film, he looked like you know, he has like wild branch. He looks like a literal tree. So the top of his head would just be like tons of branches with like leaves on top. And he'd be tall and lanky with very hollowed out eyes until the MCU version started to surface. And so then he became this one that's kind of like, oh, he's got like a shapely head and you know, like he's more evenly proportioned. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, but when it comes to the, the baby, the baby Groots or the sapling, as they call him in the comic books, um, it's a bit of a different story. So when Groot splinters in combat, his shards can all be replanted. Mm-hmm. So Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a huge stark contrast from, from the film. And so as they grow, the new Groots retain all of his memories. And so this, uh. I think you might be familiar with this dialogue because people kept hounding James Gunn after Volume 2 came out. Is it the same Groot? Is it the same Groot? Because of this. Because in the comics, when it is a new Groot has sprouted, they still have all the memories. They understand like, oh, okay, that was me. I did this. I did that. I used to be this. It's not the same in the MCU. And so, uh, you know, people theorize that it was the same, but he debunked it on social media yes, I remember as he that. usually does. Yeah. And he confirmed that Baby Groot in the MCU is instead the offspring of the original. Yeah. So if you don't know this, Baby Groot in the film is technically Groot the second. Yes. Mo-capped by Sean Gunn and James Gunn. Goat. <laughs> Goat. Um, and yeah, he continues to grow and appear throughout the film um, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Because, you know, we... at The, the Stinger... He's already adolescent by the stinger. But um, thankfully, we have the M. Groot series because we get to explore a little more about the baby. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's a little sprig with tiny, tiny baby hands and baby costumes and stuff. And so this awesome 3D printing statue that I have under glass... Yeah is an exact replica of the size of the baby Groot. And I think that was, I got this on eBay because I am I was vicious at this time. I was like, I must have everything baby Need Groot. This <laughs> and now. this was before Hot Toys really got into it. Ah. Yeah, and they ended up making a Hot Toy um, modeled after baby Groot, this baby Groot. But this is apparently cast exclusive. So this was a gift. Oh. This was a gift given to cast and crew. Wow. And somebody on the crew actually sold it. So I bought it. <laughs>
0: why would also they stupid. sell it i
1: don't know you know some people doesn't mean any to, anything anything to sure them. i guess one man's trash is another man's treasure <laughs> and, of course and so know i have a baby groot under glass but um so when it comes to the books as far as adolescent groot is concerned he's notably absent from the comics so all the baby shards they just grow very quickly or they just you know for the sake of storytelling just focus on the baby one because he's so much cuter of course so much more fun to write of course because he gets into antics nobody wants to hear from an emo kid (laughs) 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 i love that so much (laughs) um yeah and so he he grows quicker thanks you know simply said um and there, you know, there are many instances where he's an infant in the books, um, but never never really in between. He's, he's either tiny or he's full grown. Um, but speaking of adolescent Groot in the films, uh, the mocap for him is uh, Olenian Thurman. Um, he, he is not Team Groot. He's adolescent, mm. first and foremost, um, which people often say. But I mean, what is the difference in some respects? Um, first appears in the mid-credit stinger for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and throughout Guardians uh, Guardians, Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, technically, that's the longest standing Groot we've seen to date. Yeah. He survived. He's
0: been adolescent Groot for over Volume two, two, three movies. Infinity
1: war, endgame, and now Love and Thunder Love and Thunder. Wow. Yeah. So so yeah, that's good. That's I wonder gonna if be- he's
0: I wonder if he has ever ever grow- I wonder if he grows He is. Oh
1: in three he's big oh he's big already because you see i've seen the footage (laughs) 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 yeah um yeah and like i mentioned before he you know adolescent group has moss for bangs he's tall he's lanky he's awkward and now he's part of stormbreaker
0: that is also a thing yes right.
1: so that's an interesting thought right like if you go by the theory of the comic books technically that tree part is a sentient tree groot yeah it should have the that should retain the memories of this adolescent group yes but because they're not playing that game it's just a part of group i guess and that's why i think i think i mentioned this in our thor episode at least the gene foster one like is it out of this is it out of bounds to assume like what if the reason why stormbreaker acts the way it does it's no pun intended is because it's part
0: Groot. <laughs> oh, like the sassiness <laughs> yeah, of, the of Stormbreaker is like, in Thor, Love, and Thunder? It's an adolescent Groot. It's because it... Uh, that's an interesting theory. Right? Yeah. Or Groot 3. And honestly makes hilarious. It's hila- it's, it would be hilarious. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, so speaking of Big Groot, we're coming back to, you know, the original. Um, he is very much in the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 footage I saw at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, they don't show much of him. They don't show Rocket at all. Let me just get that out the gate. They only show Baby Rocket, which is like, oh my god, he's so adorable. I can't. He's gonna die. I you know? Know. <laughs> like, I oh, don't say that he might actually die. Um, but yeah, in in the trailer, and I can't wait for the Baby Rocket merchandise. Oh my geez, like Baby yikes. Rocket,
0: Baby Groo merchandise. Oh my
1: god. And then
0: you have you have Grogu merchandise. Yeah,
1: all the kawaii, all the kawaii effect. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, in the in the footage that they show. Groot, I believe the only time you see Groot he's wearing one of those colored spacesuits. Okay. If you've seen the leak, they they're wearing spacesuits yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of it. And yeah, and I think that's the only iteration that you see him and and then there's a very quick flash of him and I think Peter back to back and he's equipped he's bigger. He's way bigger than he ever was. Quill? No, no, what no. Groot. Groot. So he's like muscular almost. It's kind of crazy and Been he's, hit in the gym. Yeah, he's he's, he's like pretty much like he's lifting.
0: Respect. And
1: he's got tons and tons of guns on his shoulders like he's cuz he doesn't have rocket in that scene.
0: Oh, so I'm shoot. like Hmm,
1: how can they get there? Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a lot of fight and a lot of emotion I think is going to come out of that that film, but they haven't yet released a trailer, so we'll uh, see. They got
0: to release the Christmas special trailer first. I know, first.
1: I can't wait. So, are you ready for your next pop quiz? No. <laughs> the answer is I am Groot. Answer is I am Groot. I am Groot. Sorry. I am, I'm Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. I am Groot or I am Groot. Yes. So, in the classic, iconic prison break scene of Guardians of the Galaxy, the inevitable team is seen wearing yellow prison suits. Correct. Beside Groot. It was a cost issue, apparently, so he's still a big naked tree. The stripes on the left pant leg symbolize which each guardian's offenses included. Uh Uh-huh. Which of the following is not an offense of Groot's, if he wore pants? And these are confirmed by James Gunn, by the way. So I'm gonna read you a list of things that guardians are in prison for. Yes. Which of these are not Groot's? Yeah. Public drunkenness.
0: (laughs) That's definitely not.
1: (laughs) Moida murder. Grievous bodily harm, mercenary activity, criminal conspiracy, and escape from prison.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And I will say, three of them do belong to Groot.
0: Three of them do? Three of the
1: ones that I just read
0: do, do belong, belong to Groot. Do. So, so I have to choose the one that... Choose the ones that don't. Oh, just choose the ones that don't belong Yeah, or here. do.
1: Whatever, whichever way you want to slice it. <laughs> <Here you> s- <laughs> so, public drunkenness. B- that's one. Murder. Grievous bodily harm. Mercenary activity. Criminal conspiracy. And escape from prison. What is
0: grievous bodily harm?
1: Yeah, it's like, you know, he's like, uh, he's maimed them. They're not quite dead, but he has caused them in- irreparable harm.
0: I feel like Greed is like the nicest guy.
1: <laughs> he's just a twee. He's just a tweet. Because
0: I feel like when I think of the the first time meeting them in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, like yeah. he was like, he doesn't want to hurt anybody. He's, <laughs> he's just like, doing. Don't whatever. drink the water fountain; yeah.
2: it's nasty.
0: <laughs> he, he's like, oh, we're gonna take you in, and Gr- <laughs> Groot is like, hey, <laughs> so, not. So I think it's the bodily harm. Mm-hmm. Drunkenness Criminal conspiracy He does Yes Cause you know Conspiracy But he doesn't physically Do anything Okay Um Has he escaped From prison like Before What did he say I, I keep thinking Of that lineup And I'm like It says the things They've done Oh the mercenary Then like Okay it. That's fine Yeah So those three
1: So your final answer Is public drunkenness Murder And grievous bodily harm Yes You only got one ah! <laughs> So While The others belong to other members of the Guardians. So public drunkenness, definitely Rocket. Yes. Murder, Drax. Yes. Grievous bodily harm is indeed Groot's. Mercenary activity is also one of Groot's.
0: Activity, yeah.
1: Criminal conspiracy is, I believe that is Rocket or Drax. Okay. If not, also Gamora. Yeah. And then escape from prison, is also Groot's. Damn. So it's because of he and Rocket. So Rocket essentially brings out the escape worst from thing. prison. <laughs> yes. Also, so whatever so they Rocket does. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I yeah. think he says it. I think Rocket even says it like, "Oh yeah, me and Groot escaped prison. Okay, blah, blah, blah. That's what I We've escaped this prison all." Yeah. So that's that that thought. is it. Yeah. So. Um, And uh, Gunn clarified in 2018 that each stripe on the prison uniform pant leg represents a crime with different colors defining the category of the crime. The pattern of the stripes also gives more detail about the crime and its severity and then he credits the film's costume designer Alexandra Byrne for coming up with the designs. So if you look closely at the you know the yellow uniforms you see like and it's it's hilarious because like Quills has like a little bit mm-hmm. and then like Rockets is like eh, it's pretty formidable and like Drax you can't really see but Gamora <laughs> it's all the way down to her knee. <laughs>
2: Oh my God! Because she's got a
1: h- tons of offenses. But um, speaking of the uh, the lineup, his prison stats, you know, on the screenshot, I'll post this on social. It does, it does show one thing that was on that list. And so, the stats read: Subject Groot, description: hum- humanoid plant inhabitant of Talunia, associates eighty nine P thirteen, and then criminal record: three counts of GBH which is the grievous bodily harm. Yeah,
0: Pain. Yeah.
1: So they go in real deep with that stuff. I was like, wow, okay. Um, and then we're, we're going to pivot over to powers next. Um, and this is actually quite more, more simple than, than expected, maybe for some people. But, you know, aside the regenerative um, properties and uh, a difficult to d- destruct exterior, Groot only has two identifiable power properties. And so these are just healing factor and superhuman strength. Um, he has, however, um, also displayed psychokinetic capabilities, and he does that in his origin story, as well as I think some of the modern books, um, where he's able to control trees into animation. so he can wow. command a forest to turn into an army.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. And I swear, <laughs> I swear that this happened in a Lord of the Rings film or something.
0: Yes. Yes. It did. Vaguely, right? Very like, vaguely. I, I think remember, that's like, a, yeah.
1: I re- yeah, I can't quite pinpoint, but I'm sure somebody knows what I'm talking about. Um, and yeah, and so when he when he commands the trees into anim- animation, this inevitably powers himself in the process. So um, you know he's he's quite formidable um, when he wants to be, and we haven't yet seen this kind of power in the films, but um, that would be pretty dang cool if you ask me. Um, and of course, you know it's not to be overlooked that he's quite the engineer and a tinkerer. Um, and then uh, you know that that's it for powers. So we're gonna go into a more I guess flourishing, no pun intended, um, topic, which is the family, friends, and affiliations. So uh, <laughs> a funny thing about Groot, um, you know, we love ourselves a, a unified Marvel universe. So mm-hmm. in the books, believe it or not, Groot once tried to play nanny for Luke Cage and Jessica Jones's baby.
2: <laughs> Whoa.
1: <laughs> it did not work out. <laughs> it did not go as expected. Um, so actually, speaking of, Jennifer Walters tends to babysit baby Danny um, for, wow. for them quite a bit. Jess and Jen are, are very good friends in the comics. Um, and then, uh, you know, Groot, or a version of him, uh, was even a member of Nick Fury's Howling Commandos.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. Um, f- uh, featuring a modern lineup. And so uh, what had happened was that, essentially, Nick Fury brought a new team on board. They started to go after, you know, galactic threats, as they do, because he was the man on the wall. And so... He had to save Earth from any impending doom, Mm -hmm. so he had this version of Howling Commandos go after Groot because he was an intergalactic threat. Um, But uh, in the squabble, while he was prisoner, um, another threat came into the fray, and then Groot helped them defeat that threat.
2: And uh, so they're like, oh, you're good
1: after all. Join the team. <laughs> so he was a howling commando. Wow. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. It's like, dang, that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. And so, of course, it goes without saying, however, um, that the Guardians are his tightest crew. And so, you know, we could talk for days about Guardians of the Galaxy, or at least that could. But um, I'm going to, you know, just keep it really tight with just an overview, and then we'll talk about, you know, the big man himself, Rocket Raccoon. But, um, you know, like the cards... The Guardians have a vast rotating roster. Um, And so Groot didn't even join the Guardians until his involvement during the Phalanx invasion upon the Kree on Hala. So all these words are coming together. (laughs) I know that was a mouthful, but there are some obviously familiar attributes. Kree, Hala. So the thing that you're probably not familiar with are the Phalanx, right? Yeah. So the Phalanx are essentially this... Techno-organic alien species. Uh-huh. They're made popular by the X Men series. Ah, uh, okay. In comic books, you know, and so they—if you've ever—if you're familiar with New Mutants, or there's this character named Warlock, who is not Adam Warlock. Oh, uh, totally different. Totally different. Okay. And he is a—he is this like wild-looking, like yellow and black, uh, detailed alien who is essentially, he could, he could uh, sync up with your computer, he could, he can assimilate to anything that's remotely technology-based. Mm-hmm. And so essentially that species was, was invading Cree, the Cree people of Hala. And so um, he was imprisoned um, while trying to intervene and that's where he met Rocket Raccoon. In prison, and that's one of the first times they broke out together. And they, it's it's interesting because they even note it in the book. Like, he is bonded with this rocket raccoon character. Like, they they're just like he bonded with it. Yeah. And they don't know why. They're just like, oh, they bonded. It works out. Yeah. Yeah. They understood each other, Um, and so the the two were forced to join a team formed by Star Lord, as seen in the Annihilation Conquest storyline. And that's the one that we visited in our Star Lord episode where he had the bionic implant of his eye. Yes. That's the same issue. So it's the same issue that Groot is first introduced with Rocket Raccoon. And they make that version of Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Rest (laughs) is (laughs) history. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy in the MCU, portrayed by Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Batista, Karen Gill, and Palm Clementif and Sean Gunn in their respective roles, need not to repeat who they play. If you don't know by now, you're listening to the wrong show. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We have nothing for you. Um, And then, uh, yeah. So, you know, how do you, how have you enjoyed the intermingling of Groot within the larger? spectrum that is the guardians
0: i mean it's just the like just absolute perfect collection and melding yeah. of of characters yeah they just work i mean that's an that's a that's just like an attribute to you know james gunn yeah. and like what he's done and all these and all these actors that have portrayed them yeah it just works yeah. like these ragtag like people group yeah. of group of like Individuals. What
1: does Quill call them? They're losers. <laughs> They're Still, losers. We're, just,
0: we're, just, we're losers. We're you guys are losers.
1: Loser. <laughs> <laughs> we lose. We have lost. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree, right? Like it's... And they, they each have their time together, you know? Like even with the original film, you know, in that first scene when they're all kind of gunning for the same thing, right? Yeah. They, they're going after, like Rocket Raccoon and, and Groot are going after Star-Lord, and Star-Lord has the orb, so Gamora's going after him, and he's trying to, like, they're all just crashing together to the point where is attacking Groot, and then yeah. Groot is bagging Gamora. And Drax
0: is <laughs> wants to kill Gamora right. because <laughs> Gamora's father has killed yeah, his family. Exactly,
1: and so it's all this intermingling and clashing of... Of, you know, their personal journeys and, um, you know, of course, by what the third arc or whatever you want to call it into the, the near climax of the film. Yeah. They come together as this family and that's when we hear the very first variation of, of <laughs> we are Groot. We are Groot.
0: The only time we've heard it. Yeah.
1: And the only time ever, you know, since then that we've heard it and uh, and how closely knit that they became with one another. and
0: Because and, of Groot.
1: Because of Groot. Because of Groot. Yeah. yeah. And see that's crazy, right? Like like who knew that this little tree would be such a catalyst when it came to something like that? Crazy. Um and also just have the capability capability to also <laughs> like kind of soften yeah. these characters that are otherwise really rough around the edges. Like yeah. Gamora especially, Drax especially. Even Nebula, <laughs> you know, like in the second film, you know, um, they've all—he's had his effect on all of them in some way, and um, yeah, he, he has this ability to speak and convey beyond words, um, which you know, it's a notation of interpretations, and so it's that's something that they they balance really well in the books as well, because like in the books, like they they mirror that perfectly, where that when it's clear that someone has spent enough time with the tree, yeah, they understand what he's saying perfectly, exactly. They understand, like Rocket. Like he could be talking out of his 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 rear end half the time, <laughs> but he clearly understands and he's like translating for the kid, you know. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, he doesn't like hats. And then I am good. He says that he's afraid of hats. I am good. And like, it just he just keeps interpreting, you know. He's the a, more the more that Groot he's like, responds. What
0: button do you press? <laughs> yeah. I am no, Groot. That's no, that's
1: <laughs> the, no, that's the <laughs> button that will kill
0: us all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> I am Groot. Yes, and then I'm grouped. Group. Okay, which button do you press? I'm grouped. I'm grouped. No!
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: We're going to die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's great because like it really leaves the viewer to interpret the dialogue. Yeah. And that is also something that, oh my God, if I ever get to meet James Gunn again, I just want to be like, bro, can I get Vin Diesel's version of the script where it has everything translated?
0: Yeah, because you know there's like a translation. There has he to be. Has
1: he is absolutely confirmed yeah. there is. And he says that Vin is the only person
0: that sees it. That
1: sees that script. So he knows how to say the I am Groot. So he understands exactly what he's interpreting or trying to interpret to the audience by inflecting the way he does. Yes. So I would die to see that thing. <laughs> I just want to see it so bad. Um yeah, you know, and I love the the effect that he's had on the Guardians, in the Guardians as as a teammate. And in the books, it just he's constantly present now. Like they've changed rosters even since the film, you know. And 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 some people've rotated out while others come in. And and right now, I think it's more or less the core team, the core team. Excuse me. And then eh, I think I think Warlock is around. I can't remember who's around. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. Like Hercules was was on it with Norvar oh, wow. um, at one point. Yeah, it's it's just a ton of great characters. Um, so. I'm excited to see what they do with him in, in the holiday special as well as um, Volume 3. Yeah, um, Volume 3 is going to be yeah. emotional. Yeah, it's going to be very emotional because <laughs> it is very much about the next character we're going to talk about in short because I absolutely 100% want to do a Rocket Raccoon episode. It's only right for my, my, my child who is asleep on the table <laughs> by the na- same namesake. Um, so yeah, when you look up anything about Groot... While the Guardians are undoubtedly an important part of his life, yeah. it's Rocket Raccoon that will stand out among the rest. And so it is just, you know, they're connected at the hip at this point. Like ever since that first appearance, well, not a first appearance, but that first um vision of them as a quote unquote team. Yeah. They have been inseparable. Yeah. And they've had squabbles in the books. Like they get mad at each other very yeah. easily. It's like any you know, partnership or couple would, but they're very much like family to the point where they do assume like a father and son relationship at times. Sometimes they're like brothers and they have fights and Groot is like, I'm Groot, I'm Groot, I'm Groot. And how dare you say that to me? <laughs> you know, they have these moments.
2: The best. It's just
1: the best. And they've had their own um, series together where they, they, they have a bunch of solo titles as well, um, both separately and together. And so, yeah, there's, I, you know, there's, I, I'm not going to expand on him because we can talk about him on his own and, and what more is there to say? Cause you see it all on screen. Mm-hmm. That's the same relationship they have in the books. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Love that. Yeah. Um, and of course, Rocket Raccoon himself portrayed by Bradley Cooper, or at least voiced by, and then uh, motion capture by Sean Gunn. <laughs> which is so funny yeah um yeah and and so when we first met Rocket and groot it's clear that the two have been partners in literal crime for a very long time um and yeah we first met them on xandar i, I re-watched this just just for the sake of rewatching it um yesterday and i said like, god it's such a great scene it's such a great introduction to these characters you know um and yeah they're looking for the bounty for you know, the bounty hits and then they stumble upon Peter Quill. And yeah. then he's being chased by Gamora, who's seeking the orb, so on and so forth. Um, so I kind of just wanted to to briefly touch upon all these scenes where these two in particular have their dynamic mm-hmm. and how like what is your what what is your what do you like? What is your what are your favorite moments? Between I love these their two?
0: their banter together is just like <laughs> And the way like, in combat, and then when they are speaking yeah. about something like, oh, like what comes to mind, yeah. like even like the the breakout from from the kiln,
1: dude, that freaking like I remember seeing because the kiln I mentioned this in Star Lord episode. The kiln was the first like preview, long preview. I remember this. Yeah, yeah that was the
0: very first scene they showed,
1: and that that part, that 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 scene is what really locked me into like being a believer of this film because. When they showed the the animation of when Rocket is like literally climbing him he's like going around him yes. and he climbs up on top to to a shoulder yeah and then he gets the gun and he clicks it oh, and he's like yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah like i just thought that was yeah. so freaking unique and so yeah. greatly animated cuz
0: like the best part of that scene was just like like okay how do we get out of this and yeah. Rocket's like we're going to do this <laughs> we're going to do that First I need that guy's eye. Yeah. I'm like, what? I need oh, I need that, that guy's, guy's leg. leg. And then yeah. I need da, da da da. And like I need this, and like how are you supposed to get that? Like, oh well I gotta do this, da da da. da. And like so, but the first thing is I need this battery. Yeah. And then Groot is just rrr, rrr. pulled it Pulling like uh or we do it now. <laughs> yeah,
2: <exactly. laughs> and then you just
0: Hey you big you voted, whatever you wrong right is uh, resets- like I don't have my guns.
1: Yeah, I just oh, yeah, I just loved, loved, loved it, and it was just so unique in the way that they depict them too. And like you really like you know not to repeat ourselves too much, but like you really do feel and get the sense that he's this big hulking tree. Yes, and you can hear the squeaks when he moves, and he's able to communicate with this little like freaking trash panda <laughs> so well. And then there's of course the collector meeting the collector on nowhere. Mm-hmm. And Benicio del Toro portraying the collector and how yeah. he, like, you know, measures him up.
0: What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Groot.
1: Yeah, I, I know. He very proudly, <laughs> in like, like, his chest, root. even like, he's like, I am Groot. Um, yeah, Hilarious. And, yeah. And what does he say? Like, upon your. <laughs> what does he say? Just, <laughs> upon your demise on this on this planet or this universe? How much for <laughs> the tree? <laughs> yeah. he immediately turns it upon him. Which. I was gonna say this as we talked about adversaries, but that is a callback to the comics, which I'll expand on in a few minutes. Ah. But that's like, once again, this is the artistry that is James Gunn, yeah. and being a comic book fan, is that there are all these moments that are right there and they're Easter egg. And you don't really know because yeah. you kind of think, oh, like that's, it seems so seamless and, and it flows so well that you just think, oh, it's really written in the script. And it's like, no, it's actually an Easter egg of some sort, which is very commendable. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, escaping to nowhere and colliding um, onto Xandar. Um, so when they were escaping nowhere, because Ronan came. Yes. And and that whole like he couldn't fit into the pod. Yes. And so he eventually got off theirs. I forgot how Milano. I think he got on the Milano, and then they were on Ronan's spaceship, where he made the grand sacrifice. Of encasing the guardians and no, made everybody cry.
0: Groot, you're gonna die. No,
1: Groot. <laughs> no, Groot. You'll die. You'll die. <laughs> and it's like that theme. That theme yeah. destroys me every time. Like that one, I just. Oh. And you know what? You know which one it is. Like when you hear this, sa- if you're like me and you're listening to the soundtrack. And it comes on, you're just like, oh, this is the song that Groot dies in. And it's like, oh, I'm feeling emotions. And yeah. honestly, like up to that point, even when seeing the film, I hadn't really felt compelled to cry until that moment.
0: That was a very like you yeah. feel it, and right? And you're like, oh, this is wow. like this is like something. The right? tree. Like something's happening. The tree yeah. is making me feel yeah.
1: Like. <laughs> yeah. Um and then, you know, that brings us to baby Groot. So Rocket and Baby Groot. Very much father and son, which is is interesting because you know, like throughout that film, even with playing the Cat Stevens song Father and Son, sure, they show Peter and Groot, Well, sure, that makes sense. And like more is yeah. like his mama, um, but it really is Rocket and Groot, like 100 Yeah, he takes care of that kid like it was it's well, I mean, his own. The
0: confirmation was, um, in from Infinity War, I think, I think James Gunn. Said it right, like, yeah. like. Oh yeah! when he got snapped, yeah, they, like, oh they, they were like, they were like, they're like James Gunn. Like we need to know, like what, what did Groot say before he got snapped? Yeah. and then James Gunn was like, oh, to Rocket, he said, Dad. Yeah. And then everyone was like, "What Whoa. the fuck? Why would you say that?"
1: It's the worst. Uh, I think I literally started crying like when I read that. Why I was would like, you confirm oh that god. you
0: monster? <laughs> I swear to god, James
1: Gunn, he knows exactly what to say to pull the heartstrings. Yeah, so if you didn't know that, lovely listeners, yeah, that that tragic little scene was like, "No, Groot, not again." No, Groot. I am Groot. Groot. He's like He's literally saying, "Dad?" <laughs> Which is like, oh, what the f-
0: <laughs> hell, That's
1: <laughs> he so messed up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, baby. what? Oh, my poor little baby. Oh, God. Yeah, so so absolutely love their dynamic there. And, you know, like, and of course, thank goodness when he's brought back to life, like, you know, they're co-oping all over again. And, you know, he takes care of his kid, even now, even, even throughout the, the newer um, series. And <laughs> what I love about I Am Groot. In the episode that Rocket Raccoon is actually in, is like he puts on his glasses like an old man. He's like, "Ah, yeah. oh, what is this? What is this now? What is this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's oh. us." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess that's okay. <laughs> Love the dynamic. Um, and yeah, it's kind of wild to think that we've never seen Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel in the same room together. <laughs> Like they've never done interviews together. Nothing. Never done they any of nothing. the press tours
0: ever. Nothing. Yeah. Obviously for other reasons too, for some <laughs> certain <laughs> actors, but for, yeah. <laughs> um, for some <coughs>
1: ex, exes to collide. let sure. um, I mean, Yeah. Yeah. And and that's another thing, you know, like the chemistry test, like they didn't even have to take it, but yet they passed with flying colors and they've never been yeah. in the same vicinity, which is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. So when it comes to notable adversaries, I did not absolutely did not want to go into this too deeply because quite frankly, it's anybody who fights against the Guardians. Like pretty Groot, much, Groot, yeah. Groot himself does not have an arch-nemesis like many of our heroes does. Yeah. Do he started as a, as a as a, you know, invader, so he was the adversary. And so um, you know, and and the people fighting him were a, townspeople <laughs> you know a man named leslie evans yeah. like there's not really a uh you know arch nemesis to be found here but you know as I, I just mentioned the collector is actually a notable one and you know back to the, the tales to uh stand number 13 um Grunt was defeated and so when his trunk lay dead upon the grass um he was then collected by the collector it doesn't uh-huh. show it any issue it's it's a callback in a future issue, and so they 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 go back to it in that in a more modern era, um, oh, maybe modern. I use modern loosely, but in, a, in an issue much later, it's revealed that Tanaleer Tavon collected the corpse and then put it in his collection. Jesus. Yeah, and so Tanaleer Tavan. <laughs> Tanaleer <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> So Tanilur Tivan, you know, the collector, you know, under under his keeping, Groot was revived. Yeah. And then um and kept in in one of the the many chambers of his collection until until a villain named the Mole Man. <laughs> oh gosh. Freed all the prisoners from from the collector's clutches. Um, and group got free, and he is out and about. Um, but I wanted to expand very, very quickly on the Mole Man because he is on the ranks of Stilt and all of those precisely named <laughs> villains. Love that. Mole Man. If you are not familiar with how he looks, he is—he's kind of like a short and stout man, and he's kind of got a receding hairline. He's got <laughs> coke bottle glasses, and he wears green. <laughs> and he, wow. looks like he looks like a mole. He looks like a mole. Let me just call it what it is. And so he was the Fantastic Four's first and recurring villain. He is a recurring villain for the Fantastic Four.
0: One man, one mole one, man one against man. four fantastic people. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and I wrote down here in my notes skilled in a bojitsu like fighting ra- fighting <laughs> style with radar senses. Oh. Because of his bad eyesight. Because <laughs> you can't see. He's like a mole. Yeah, he's a little- <laughs> He's
0: literally a it's honestly hilarious. Oh, he's so
1: funny. He's so wicked looking. He's like, this <laughs> little, like, ah, oh, just, uh, I would love to see somebody like Mole Man, like, in a She Hulk series. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, She Hulk or, like, Deadpool. And he's just one and done. Um, But, you know, of course, like, we, we just mentioned, the collector in the films, portrayed by Benicio del Toro, uh, first seen in Thor Dark World, the stinger at the end. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, last seen in Avengers Infinity War. And actually, isn't necessarily the last real time we've seen him because that was a projection yes so um we haven't seen the collector nobody has an idea of where the collector may be mm-hmm. um but yeah he's the leader of the intergalactic conglomerate entity entity known as the tavan group and he is the brother of the grandmaster of sakar aka jeff goldblum which is fun 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 hilarious maybe we can talk about them one day together oh yeah um and then of course that brings us to thanos and you know what nothing much to say it's a family thing The Guardians, with the Guardians come Gamora, and with Gamora comes Thanos. What more is there to say? Um, Yeah. Who, of course, is portrayed by Josh Brolin, um, and same goes as is in the books. Thanos is not, he does not have a distinct goal to go after Groot. He just happens to be in the realm of heroes that he's fighting with. Um, And so uh, that brings us to love interests. And there's none. Who's, <laughs> there's like, a who's,
0: who's yeah. falling in love there, with a tree? I
1: mean, look, there there are plenty of fish in the tr- in the sea. Sometimes they're trees, and sometimes they they find love. But for Groot, there there is none of that, and and he is, you know, if you have to categorize him, I would say he is the asexual. For all, you know, for for what it's worth, but nice. I did want to note, I did want to note um, one character. Did I, I have this screenshot somewhere and I will pull them up. But there is a character in the comics. Her name is Hannah. And uh-huh. so Hannah, she was actually not featured until the end of the Groot comic series. It's a solo series. And um, it's a very sweet, sweet story uh, um, where, you know, it, 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 it backtracks to a time when Groot saved a Terran you know, from uh-huh, other yeah. aliens yeah. of his own planet. So, like I mentioned, you know, the, the Groots of Planet X were all like, oh, let's get different species and races and <laughs> do experiments. I am Groot, I am Groot, I am Groot. Yes,
2: <laughs> I agree. I am
1: Groot. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, uh, once upon a time, they abducted a young girl named Hannah. And she was like, you know, six or seven years old, maybe. And Groot found her and this was around the time where he was like oh this is not right you can't you can't do this mm-hmm. we have to return her to her home planet so um he saves the girl he saves hannah and as he's doing so the other groups are like what are you doing you traitor and he gives her he gifts her he sprouts a flower
0: yeah uh. and
1: it's a bioluminescent flower yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah the girl that is another easter egg from the film oh, when they're on Nowhere. He plucks the flower and pulls it off and gives it to the little thief. Yes. So that's the Easter egg.
0: Oh. So
1: he does that in this comic and he sends her back home and he, he goes in front of the council, he meets his fate, he's exiled again for doing that, for saving her. Yeah. And so as the series comes to an end, he goes to, of all people, for help, he goes to Jean Grey cuz she's wow. a telepath. Uh-huh. So she can understand what he's thinking. Yeah. And so he's he tells her he goes, "I need I need your help finding somebody." Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, you have to understand, it's not that easy. I need a memory or something." And he reveals to her what had happened. He reveals that he protected this girl, he saved her, and he's like, <laughs> "I can't even recall it in perfect um form because it makes me very emotional." Yeah. But when you read it, oh just read <laughs> just read the last two panels. Okay. I reread it last night and I started crying, so I'm gonna cry again. I can't <laughs> I can't cry again. So basically he goes to help her to, to find her to say thank you. To yeah. so swipe to the next page. Uh huh. And then he finds her and he says thank you. Wow. It's, just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful story.
0: Oh, he looks so sweet. Yeah,
1: he's a great guy. So there is no love interest for, yeah. for the character, but
0: he just cares.
1: Yeah. He's a big old Twee. He's love so Boy, I love him so much. He's the greatest. He is the greatest. Ah, oh, I'm not crying. <laughs> <laughs> and so guys, she's um, definitely crying. I am <laughs> <not really> crying. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, comics are amazing, guys. Um, so yeah, there's no love interest. It's one of those instances where you just don't need one. Mm -hmm. He's perfect as he is, he serves a purpose that he has. I think he's a beautiful character, he doesn't need to change. And he certainly doesn't need like a love interest to be any better, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then, in other versions and in other media, um, (laughs) I mean most, if not all, depictions of Groot beyond the comics have essentially adopted the cinematic version, Mm -hmm.
2: Uh,
1: so he looks like him, he sounds like him. Like, what else is there to say? Um, but I did want to note a couple of versions that are worth speaking of. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, in the animated uh, series of different, you know, they, they've been in crossovers and they've had their own series, but he was, if you can believe it, originally voiced, <laughs> I had a lot of fun doing this part, he was originally voiced by Michael Clark Duncan. Wow. Um, But he unfortunately passed away and he was replaced by an actor, a voice actor named Kevin Michael Richardson, who who tends to do Groot's voice in most of the media that we see now, Mm -hmm. as well as Troy Baker in Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. And so if Troy Baker (laughs) sounds at all familiar to you, Troy Baker was, is the man responsible for making Hulk hot in the Avengers (laughs) PS5 game, PS4, PS5 game. And he is one of my favorite, officially all-time favorite characters, Joel Miller from The Last of Us. Wow. That he was Groot. Yeah, he was Groot once upon a time. Um, and, wow, wow, And of wow. course, not to be overlooked, young Groot voiced by Connor Andrade in the Spider-Man series. And, you know, again, across the board, very much the same depiction made famous by James Gunn in the films. So he's very consistent. He looks the same in the, you know, it has got some variations like we've seen in the Guardians game itself, too. Mm -hmm. Um, He has different uniforms. He's a little darker like that. What is that? What's that? crazy one that he looks like he's like halloween and he's like fiery looking oh my gosh the apocalypse version yes yes i love that set i think that set of costumes is so good um but yeah he looks the same he's still Groot. you can see him when when you just get a glimpse of him you're like that's Groot. and then of course um you know the disney parks version i have a picture with when (laughs) when he's first started appearing at the parks i was like oh my gosh it's the it's like an eight it's seven feet like tall. Like humongous. Group. Yeah, and I have a picture with him and he, it looks like a prom picture. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's me and my son. That's, <laughs> so cute.
0: Oh my gosh. And he
1: like, and that one actually spoke to me, which I thought was crazy because they're not supposed to do that. Oh. But he did the, I am I was wrote. like, whoa! Um, and it's a person on stilts. Love uh, that. But in the actual parks itself, there are there are two, now two rides um guardians of the galaxy mission breakout and cosmic rewind and so in both of these rides he unfortunately is not voiced by vin diesel mm-hmm. but a man named fred tatasiore mm-hmm. who we have talked about very briefly yes and he d- he did miscellaneous voices in i am groot
0: yes 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 this yes this is yes, the yes. guy oh, wow. i shared the car with
1: <laughs> the guy yeah. i shared the car with in uh what was it, it was it Where was I? What
0: con was it? In South Carolina?
1: Raleigh. Raleigh. North Carolina. Yeah. And he's from here. Yeah. But we shared a car to and from the airport together. So that was Fred Tatasiore. He's the one that says it. That's Groot in the rides. Um, And that's why I called him an icon. (laughs) Like this girl. The girl next to me was like, oh, what do you do? The cosplayer. Oh, what do you do? And I was like he is a legend. (laughs) Just (laughs) a legend. like, oh, you're being nice. I was like, no, you're really a legend.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. And
1: he is Groot. Um, And so yeah, we've additionally seen Groot in Disney parks, not only in the rides, but also in the meet and greet character in his large form. Mm -hmm. And I believe in Florida, they had this like guardians, like, like space and they had a show and you could meet the baby group. But I don't know if they have that anymore because they have that new ride now. Um, But yeah, so Fred Tatasciore he's he's and then that's additionally a reason why he's in i am groot because he's uh, yeah. it's a tribute thing it's an easter egg thing so all that said where what is the future of the character in the mcu as far as it, where do you think he's gonna land after thor love and thunder and the, the trailer for volume three like
0: i think i think volume three is the end
1: yeah? You yeah. think he's going to die? I don't know if he's
0: going to die. I just think it's the end. Like, the story's going to end. <gasps> you I don't, don't think all
1: of James, James, James Gunn
0: has said that, too. Yeah. Um, doesn't necessarily mean any yeah. all of them are going to die. Yeah.
1: It just means that that group is done. Yeah. You don't think he's going to join another group? No. Really? I don't
0: think James Gunn would see the point in it. I think he understands. Like, he understands. Mm. Like, if he's going to get the story right yeah. and end it on a note that he wants to, mm. if there's no purpose for Groot's story to yeah. continue beyond like yeah the guardians mm-hmm. just There's, leave it alone. Yeah.
1: yeah interesting let yeah. things end yeah <laughs> i i i think so too i think that i don't think that's the last time we'll see him but i do think that's the last time he'll be at the forefront so if we ever yes. see Groot again it'll be in the distant future and it's just going to be a cameo it's just going to be maybe him. A, just
0: maybe just even a name mention that's yeah. it, you know honestly i think yeah.
1: it's it's that simple i don't know that they're yeah. gonna and that's unfortunate but it is that there are other characters that deserve the same recognition that yeah. this little tree has gotten over the so years let
0: things come to an end yeah it's true and enjoy the run that they had
1: mm-hmm, absolutely yeah yeah and so of course you know in addition to that revealed that the animation panel at San Diego Comic-Con, there's still five more episodes of I Am Groot coming. Yes. So uh, I believe they are all baby Groot. It just dawned on me that maybe they'll do some with adolescent Groot too at some point. Yeah, maybe. Just fill in the blanks. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, so that should be coming. That should be, and that's supposed to be part of season one. So (laughs) I don't know when they're going to announce that, but maybe that leads into uh, the holiday special. We'll see. Um, And then of course, Almost Was... Any any guesses? No. <laughs> yeah, because there are none. No. <laughs> Absolutely none. Absolutely <laughs>
0: nothing. I
1: think they knew exactly who they wanted. They got who they wanted. They had nothing more to do with it. Um, I, I I challenge you to imagine a world where Groot was practical, where he was a, a, an actual puppet, something that they made work on set. Not Rocket, just just Groot.
0: I think it's po- it would be possible. Yeah, I mean, I just watched recently the um, the ILM documentary oh, yeah. on on Disney Plus. Oh, um, and it's just like, yeah, they're the reason like why a physical Groot yeah. puppeteer could be possible. Mm. Um I feel like, Especially or even now. why? I mean, why Doc Ock in two thousand and. Two. Four. four. Two. Two. Four. Four four four. four. four, 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 four. <laughs> four. yeah, yeah. Like it was possible yeah, um, yeah i think it would be possible um i mean and also james gunn is the like the person to do something like that whether it be completely cg yeah or physical and a mix of digital it's, or completely physical
1: especially with something like slither
0: yeah so like he, I think he would have done it if if, if, if he needed to. But I feel mm-hmm. like he knew, like, it was like okay, I don't really need to. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be so possible and so, like, awesome. That would have been cool.
1: I'd I like mean, to see that. Yeah. I'd like to see a formal, aside this one that I have the prom picture with. Yeah. I would like to see, like, a Groot, like, a fully functioning big Groot somehow. I don't know where or when or how. But I would love to see that. They should create, see.
0: like, a tree at Avengers Campus. Because, like, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. There's like that that spot where it's like reserved for, for whatever who is mm-hmm. it for Stark and Oh like, for Peggy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like just have like a tree just but it just has Groot's face on it. I
1: know. It. Well you've <laughs> seen that you've seen that giant statue in Argentina, right? Like some, Yes, yes, like yes, artists, yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Like did that and then there's that other was it was it Hong Kong or China? They Something, made a baby yeah. Groot. That's it's pretty big, yeah, but it's also like almost sentient. Yeah. It's a sentient robot. I was like, what the? Yeah, it's kind of creepy, but it's very deep well detailed. I would love to see something like that. More Groots. More Groots everywhere. Punch a tree. Yes. <laughs> and so, um last but lo- not least, um, some suggested reading. Um, there was a, this was kinda tough for me to pick because honestly, anything with him in it is really good. And it's not only because of Groot, but it's because of the surrounding characters. But of course, for Groot himself. 2015's Groot by Jeff Loveness and Brian Kessinger. Um, this is the one that I was just crying over. It's a six-issue arc. Well, it's Jeff
0: Loveness, that's the guy that just got hired to yep. to write uh, Kang, the yep. Kang dynasty.
1: Yep, It's the guy from and, Rick and Morty, right? And he also does
0: Rick and Morty. Yeah, that's him. Salute. Yeah,
1: very good, very good <laughs> series. 2016's Rocket Raccoon by and Groot <laughs> by Groot. 2016's Rocket Raccoon and Groot by Scotty Young, Philippe Andrade, and Jean-Francois Bolio. Um, 2017's I Am Groot by Christopher Hastings, Flaviano, and Marcio Menez. It's a five-issue series. It's really great. And 2017's All-New Gardens of the Galaxy by my friends, Jerry Duggan and Aaron Cooter, as well as Eve Sforincina. It's a 17-issue series. Absolutely loved it. Gotta to, got to read it. That's the one where they have that misinterpretation issue. Uh. <laughs> and that, my dear friend, is the end of the show. Groot! I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. I am Groot. True. Um, so for the next episode, we don't have anybody lined up. But uh-huh. it was highly suggested that we perhaps take on another villain. Ooh. And so some suggested villains were... Baron Zemo, as well as uh, Ultron, uh. but I will leave that ultimately up to you. You don't have to choose now. Okay. But we'll, we'll sit on it for a hot minute mm. and think about it and uh, mm. see which one you <laughs> want to choose. Mm. But it is definitely time. It's been a, it's been, a it, has been a yeah. it has been a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we are Groot. Salute to Andrea, Robin, Melanie, Andrew, Jenny, Joliz, Tyler, Claire, the Arachnert, Ariel, Ashley, Nats, Laura, Ed, and Katie. Follow us on social at S-T-R-K-C-N-T-R-S-T. And if you like what you hear, please review, rate, and subscribe. Hit it. Hit it. Hit Do it. I am Groot. Click it. I am Groot.
0: Click it. I am Groot. If you click it, says, I'm I'm Groot. Groot. I'm Groot. <laughs> <laughs> I am Groot
1: says, I am Groot. I am Groot. I am
0: Groot. I am Groot. Once again, thanks for listening, y'all. I am Groot. We will catch you in the next one. I am Groot. Bye. I am Groot. <laughs> No, Groot. You can't. You'll die. Why are you doing this? Why? We are.